Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. An attic is a place where people store their memories until they get tender. And when Mr. McGee of 79 Wistful Vista found his old Boy Scout manual in the attic this morning, he suddenly realized how many years had passed without his doing a good deed every day. And him still under oath, too. So, meet a soul torn with remorse and grim with determination. <laughs> Ex-second class Scout McGee of Fibber McGee and Bali. Tell you, kiddo, I feel awful about this. Just awful. Here I took oath to do a good deed daily, and what do I do? I forget it. I busted my word. Well, I wouldn't feel too badly about it, dearie. Yeah, but my gosh. After all, you know, when I was 11, <laughs> I promised Henrietta Johnson I'd get my ears pierced for earrings, and we'd both run away and join a carnival. But we never did. <laughs> yeah, but this is different. I took a Solomon oath. <laughs> My gosh, when you multiply one good deed a day by all the years since I was a Boy Scout, you can see how far behind I am. Now, let me see. What can I do good for somebody? Well, as far as I personally am concerned, McGee, there's nothing... I know. A new glass top for the coffee table. I've been meaning to take care of that. Oh, no, no. Please, McGee. I wish you wouldn't worry about that. Here we are. Hey, that's quite a chip off that corner. I'll take this down to the hardware store right now. My gosh, what happened? You knocked it against the magazine rack. Mm. Look at the big scratch you made on it. Yeah, ain't that wonderful? <laughs> now I got two good deeds to be did. <laughs> Refinish the magazine rack and get a new glass for the coffee table. Boy, oh boy, when I get started doing good deeds, I do more good... Oh, it's Dr. Gamble, McGee. Do come in, doctor. Thank you, my dear. Hello, umpire. Umpire? Why, umpire, doctor? Are you referring to his snappy judgment and quick decisions? No, I'm referring to the fact that he always looks so lumpy. Like he had his pockets full of baseballs. (laughs) What's all the ground glass for, Drizzle Chin? Making some sandwiches for a few friends? (laughs) Doctor? It may come as a shock to you to know that I am going around doing people good. Well, that's no shock. You've always gone around doing people good. Good people, too. Well, he means, Doctor, that he suddenly realized he wasn't living up to his boy scout oath. Yes, I haven't been doing good deed, Bob, not. Gotcha. Not ever had been a Boy Scout, you wouldn't know. I was, too, a Boy Scout. Yeah? Eagle Scout. Who? Merit badges in first aid, woodcraft, knot tying, book binding, and short order cooking. (laughs) I imagine all those things have come in handy, too, Doctor. Except maybe the book binding. Oh, that's been useful, too, my dear. Yeah? I had to bind up a bookie just yesterday. (laughs) He got slightly filleted by a dissatisfied customer. That'll teach him not to argue with his betters. <laughs> well, if you're really a scout, Capsule Dizzy, you'd know that a good deed did daily is pretty important. Yes, it is, my boy. 
In fact, I was about to suggest a good deed. Yeah? One that would make a certain kindly old gentleman supremely happy. Great, great. Name it, boy. And I'm on my way. What can I do? What's the good deed? Go to bed and stay there till this brainwave passes. <laughs> and the kindly old gentleman? Is me. Good day, my dear. So long as... <laughs> Imagine him, a Boy Scout with that figure. <laughs> Khaki uniform on him would look like a tarpaulin on a haystack. <laughs> well, what was I going to do first, Tootsie? What's my good deed? Oh, yeah. Swoop up the broken glass. Better pull the rug to one side first so I... Oh, dear. What was that? Just the rug. Oh. It's a little difficult to pull it to one side with two chairs and a sofa standing on it, you know. Well, what do you know? Now i got to get that fixed, too. <laughs> I'm going to have so many good deeds to be did that I'm going to be doing deeds. I hope this is the founder of the Boy Scouts. I have some news for him. <laughs> Come in. Oh, it's the old-timer. Hi, old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. Hello there, kids. Hey, what's going on here, Johnny? Busted glass, torn carpet? I've just been doing a couple of good deeds. You ever a Boy Scout, old-timer? What do I look like? Campfire girl? <laughs> Certainly I was a Boy Scout, Johnny. And a good one, too. Yeah? I knew everything there was to know in the woods. Every tree, every vine, every berry. You know what sassafras roots are good for? Food? Medicine? Nope. Grows more sassafras. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the pet woodpecker I had that I taught the Morse code to? No, and what's more, I don't know. Well, sir, that was the smartest bird ever lived. Yeah? Learned the Morse code in three weeks so good he could send 200 words a minute. That was using the old head, wasn't it? <laughs> in teaching him. Hi, daughter. I was going to run him out to the telegraph company. Yeah? Speak of him sitting in a railroad station, tapping out messages and flying home to me with his paycheck every Saturday night. <laughs> uh, too bad. Didn't work out. Why didn't it? He get fired for sticking his bill into stuff that was none of his business? <laughs> nope. He'd spent too many winters in the South. That's all, Johnny. Yeah? Couldn't drop the accent. Oh. First message he sent, come out... A locomotive and a tender and 14 boxcars headed north with a load of number on a hot box and car 34. <laughs> and they threw him out. They threw him out, the dirty Yankees. Whatever became of him, Mr. Old Timer? Well, ask the head daughter, he was working as a metronome for a music teacher down in Memphis. For me, Johnny. I've been trying to tell that story to somebody for three years. <laughs> ah, this is wonderful, Molly. You've got no idea how good I feel since I've took up favoritism. Took up what? Favoritism. Doing favors for people. Oh. <laughs> hey, I almost forgot. I'd done a good deed for you a while ago that I've been meaning to do for weeks. 
You know that busted step on the back porch? I certainly do. I nearly broke my neck. Oh, did you fix it, McGee? Wonderful. No, but I printed a big sign, Watch the Busted Step. <laughs> I nailed it on the screen door. Oh, great. If I fix the step, it'll only get busted again, but that sign can stay there forever. I see. That way, you'll never have to worry about that. Come in. Mr. Kramer's nephew, McGee. Come in, Milton. Hi, Milt. Hello, Mrs. McGee. I come over to bring your fountain pen back that you left on the soda counter yesterday, Mr. McGee, uh, just as a favor. Oh, uh, thanks, Milt. You're welcome. Lots of fellows would expect a tip for that, but not me. <laughs> you don't, Milton? No, ma'am. Uncle Ed warned me I was chasing a wild goose. <laughs> he said, skip the trip, Milton. He'll give you nothing. Oh, he did, did he? A wise guy, eh? Well, when you get back there, boy, you can just tell him that I gave you a half a buck for your trouble. Jeepers, half a buck? No, make it a buck. As long as we're going to exaggerate, we might as well exaggerate. <laughs> Here, here's a dime for you. Oh, thanks, Mr. McGee. I really don't think I'd better tell Uncle Ed it was a dollar, though. That's right, Milton. It wouldn't be truthful. It wouldn't be smart, either. He'd start delivering stuff himself. <laughs> he probably would. I'm saving all the money I can these days. Now that I'm older, i got to think of the future. I go steady, you know. Hmm. Do you really, Milton? In love, are you? Sure, me and Margie. <laughs> We've been going steady since Thursday. <laughs> This is her class pin I'm wearing. She's a junior. Oh, a junior, eh? Yes, her mother's name's Margie, too. Huh. <laughs> Gee, Margie's pretty. She's yeah. so beautiful that every time I walk down the street with her, I bust into perspiration. Must be very embarrassing. Yes, but Uncle Ed says it's only natural at our age. Yeah? He says some girls look good with sweaters and some fellows sweat with good lookers. <laughs> Seems like a nice lad, McGee. Yeah, he'll get over that if he works very long for Kramer. Hey, what can I do for you, kiddo? I'm running out of good deeds. What do you need? Want a glass of root beer? No, thanks. I don't need a thing. I'll sit here by the window. You think of something you want done, Tootsie. It's nice to go through life helping people out, Molly. Gives me a nice, warm feeling all over. You're sitting on your cigar. Oh! My gosh, I... I thought I felt unusually warm around the around the house here. <laughs> Didn't burn anything though because. Of... Hello, Wally. Hi, Val. Well, Mr. Wilcox, do come in. Hi, Junior. Come in. What can I do for you, boy? Any small favor I can do for you? Any good deed you need did? How was that again? Well, he found his old Boy Scout manual today, Mr. Wilcox, yeah. and he's now catching up on a good deed a day for the last thirty years. Yep. All I want to be of Junior is service to you. <laughs> Sit down there on the Davenport, Jim. Stretch out. Put your feet up. Care to take your shoes off? No, 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 thanks, pal. I'm fine. I just dropped Here in. Here comes your good deed, son. Now just relax. I'm going to explain to you how to introduce the housewife to the great new 1949 blue coat. Through the big money-saving offer the Johnson people have got. Yeah, but I've already Quiet, told... Mr. Wilcox. You just take it easy this week. Yeah. Pipe down. 
I'm the type of guy that can explain in simple language how this big bargain offer gives a housewife more of that wonderful new 1949 glow coat. Yeah, but one-third more, in fact, at the cost of no extra dough to her or anybody. What a wonderful good deed. Yes, but... Now, stop fidgeting, Mr. Wilson. Any, any housewife knows. Any housewife knows how simple glow coat works. Sure. She knows you don't have to rub it or buff it. Yeah, oh, but hey, cut that out. <laughs> She knows you just spread it on and let it dry till it shines like a kid with a lollipop's puss. <laughs> she knows the new 1949 glow coat adds years to the life of your linoleum. Hey, one more thing. You <laughs> so all you got to tell her is to check her nearest glow coat dealer for this big new money-saving offer. Just trot down to her closest store and ask the man. He's got it right there on his shelves, waiting for her. Or anybody. <sighs> Okay, Waxy, you can go. Yeah, but what that guy... Hey, no, no, no. You, you can go. You're through. Don't you know when you had a good deed did? Pal, you've inspired me to do a good deed, too. Good. I dropped in to repay you five bucks I owe you. But I'll send it to the community just instead. <laughs> Yeah. I haven't seen anyone go out that door so fast since Uncle Dennis heard they voted repealed. Yeah, yeah and with my five bucks. I know, but that was really a good deed you did for Mr. Wilcox, dearie. Yeah? Not only for Mr. Wilcox, but for thousands of housewives who... Come in. Oh, McGee, it's the mayor. Do come in, Mr. Mayor. Hi, Latrib. Come in, boy. What can I do for you? Anything you want, just name it. What's your problem? Um... What's his problem, Molly? <laughs> well, he found his old Boy Scout manual, Mr. Mayor. Today he does good deeds for people, in spite of all they can do to stop him. Yep, and I was just getting ready to walk down to the Elks Club and scatter a little sunshine down there, Latrib. Well, thanks for the warning. <laughs> you, uh, you got any good deeds you need did? You need did? The nicest thing you can do for me right now, McGee, is to let me sit here and relax a minute. Well, now, you just make yourself comfortable, Mr. Mayor. Yeah, here, boy. Let me pour you some root beer. Here, hold the glass. Uh, no, thanks. I really don't want any. I just want... Oh, everybody um... wants root beer. Say when, boy. I... When? Ah, oh, you want more than that. The glass is only... Oh! oh, McGee, heavenly days, all over the mayor's vest. Let me get a towel. Yes, yes, please. And a ball bat if you have one handy. <laughs> Here, use this doily, Trim. That was sort of clumsy of me. Let me dry off them cigars. <laughs> Lucky most of the root beer went into your vest pocket. Never mind the cigars. Sponge off my tie. It's all wet. Glad I... to, boy. Glad to. It's about time a taxpayer sponged off the mayor. <laughs> sponges off the taxpayers. <laughs> My gosh, you mean to say you don't get it? It's just a subtle pun based on... Ain't policy. funny, McGee. It certainly isn't. <laughs> You'll feel better when you have a smoke, boy. Here, have one of my cigars. I got a spare. No, no, I don't want it. Open wide. Nope. That's it. Let me light it. <laughs> well, let me bite the end of it first, will you? What kind of a cigar is this? It tastes like... 
I see you're locked out. Why, yes. Uh, my uh, my wife seems to have forgotten to leave a key for me. I'm trying to pry a window open. Don't you carry a key to your own house? Well, uh, usually I do, yes, but I, I, I lost it. Well, you're dressed okay for climbing in windows, bud. Them pants look like you slept in them. Uh, yes, I... I did, in fact. I've been on a hunting trip. I just got back. Oh, I should introduce myself. My name is uh, uh, Jones. Uh, uh, John Jones. I think I've heard the name before. <laughs> You've been hunting, eh, bud? I was wondering what the burlap bag was for. <laughs> you had that to bring back the game in, huh? Uh, yes, yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you hunting? Silver foxes or mink cakes? All this chatter ain't getting the man in the house, Molly. Here. Uh, give me a leg up, bud, and maybe I can pry this window. Now, open. wait a minute, McGee. You shouldn't do it yeah. like that. Yeah, hold steady now, bud. There. Give me that big chisel. I'll get this window open. Hey. Hey, where are you going, Molly? Up the street a little way. Somebody will have to be out to hire a lawyer if this is what I think it is, and I'll be the one. Oh, see. Uh, you go ahead and pry it open. I'll be back. Okay, bud. Now, as soon as I get inside, I'll walk right through the house and open the door, see? Sir, I was just trying to... I'll frisk him, Sarge. Keep him covered. Hey, what is this? Now, where'd the guy that lives here go? He boosted me up here. Don't oh, give me that baloney. The man that owns this house is out of town. Come on, get out to the car. Grab his other arm, Ed. Oh, now, come on. you got nothing on me. Stop pushing me. Hey, Molly. Molly. Where'd Molly go? I'm coming, dearie. Get your hands off of him, you big Logan. Sarge, you're the sergeant. I'll handle this mug here. Don't you lay a hand to him. Uh, you put her in the car, Ed. I'm the sergeant. I'll handle the gun. Don't you touch her and turn me loose. If you lay a hand to me, I'll call the police. What am I saying? They are the police. Now, look, officer, this is all a misunderstanding. What's going on here, anyway? Is something wrong? I heard all... Oh, but it's you, Mr. Jones. When did you get back in town? Oh, Sergeant Breen. I just got home a while ago, Sergeant. Now, make these mugs get their naughty knuckles off of me, Jones, and... Hey, where were you? Oh, I'm sorry. I went in the garage to unpack the car. One of the neighbors phoned that somebody was climbing in a window here, Mr. Jones. If these people are okay... Tell me we're okay. I tried to tell you we were okay. I'm terribly sorry about the mix-up, folks. The man was doing me a favor, Sergeant. I lost my door key. Yeah, you try to do a guy a good deed and what happens? Flashlights in my face and knuckles in my ribs. Well, I'm awfully sorry, folks, but you have to admit it. Look, we admit nothing. Good night, gentlemen. You too, Sergeant. Fine way to treat a guy that's trying to be a Boy Scout. That's the last good deed that gets did by me, kiddo. There's one more you could do if you wanted to. Whom for? Those policemen. Hmm, what should I well, what should I do for them lugs? Go back and help them pump up their tires. Huh? While they were pushing you around, I let all the air out of them. <laughs> If all of us knew and practiced what the Boy Scouts of America know about good manners and good citizenship, 
Johnson traffic accident rates will drop considerably. But they're still appallingly high. And remembering one simple little thing would help so much. A little thing called courtesy. Ladies and gentlemen. Most highway accidents are due to road hogging, excessive speed. And otherwise ignoring the other fellow's rights. So let's keep it friendly. Let's not let our horsepower run away with our horse sense. Good night. Good night, all.